Thank you. Thanks, everybody. So uh, my name's Kelly. I'm a, an alcoholic. Uh, nice to nice to meet you all. Um, yeah. So my journey started uh, in recovery properly, anyway, which I'll, I'll come on to about 12, 13 years ago. I lose lose track of the time, and that's because I've relapsed quite a lot over that time. So um, and my you know, since I came into recovery, when I first came in 12, 13 years ago, approximately, um, and and that was in Newcastle, you know, in the northeast of England. And I've just said the recovery there is is amazing, um, and I'm so glad, you know, I found, you know, I got sober in in Newcastle. Um, but I was one of these people. Um, I, I just that's not the right way to say it, really, one of these people. But I was really enthusiastic and embraced the program. And um, my very first meeting, I had what I would class as my spiritual awakening. Um, and what I, what I mean by that is, um, I'd, I'd went to AA, uh, I'm 47 now, but I'd went to AA 17 years ago when I was 30 to be first of all uh, in Middlesbrough, where, where I'm from originally. And um, I looked for the similarities. Sorry, I looked for the differences and not the similarities. And and, uh, and my pattern of drinking is binge drinking. Um, so I didn't drink every day. I didn't, you know, it wasn't a 24-7 drinker yet. You know, I was probably heading towards towards that. Uh, but when I first went to Middlesbrough, I, I just, it just didn't, you know, it wasn't the right time for me. And then, you know, I, I sort of went back out again for a number of years and, and then found recovery in Newcastle. But that first meeting in Newcastle, I heard my story and there was people in that meeting that I could uh, relate to. You know, younger people, binge drinking, could put it down but couldn't stop. And it just clicked for me. Um, and and as I said, I would say I had, that's when I had my first spiritual awakening. And what I mean by that is it's the first time in my life I felt I wasn't on my own. Um, and I felt um, I've never had a problem believing in God. Um, I'm not a religious God. I haven't been brought up religious or, or anything, you know. But I've just always had a inner knowing. Um, I've always felt it in my heart and soul that there's there's something, you know, higher power. You know, I do call my higher power God, you know, today. Um, and so that didn't that didn't put me off whatsoever. But I remember that after the first meeting, going back home in my little flat in Newcastle, and just feeling like a weight had been lifted off my off my shoulders. And as I said, the first time in my life, I felt like I, I didn't have to do life on my own anymore. And I wasn't the only one, you know, um, struggling with drinking, you know, and everything and everything else. And um, so I embraced the programme. I was so enthusiastic. I did everything was suggested, you know, got the sponsor, went through the steps, the meetings, you know, and... Um, but I, I relapsed after I was coming up almost two years and um, I what I did is, which I didn't realise I, I was doing this at the time, it was only on reflection, you know, when I, I looked at why I was relapsing, so I've relapsed many more times after that. What I'd do is I'd, I'd embrace it in that first year and, and do everything that was suggested and then the second year I'd, I'd take my foot off the gas really, stop going to meetings, uh, didn't really phone, you know, my sponsor, did things that... You know, this is my experience. I've had to learn the hard way. I've had to make some, you know, I didn't do everything that was suggested. You know, I didn't do everything that was suggested. And and that ultimately for me 
ended in in you know relapses so it got to nearly two years um of sobriety and um I remember feeling and thinking around that time this is the best I've ever felt in my life this is the best I've ever felt mentally emotionally spiritually did a big presentation at work and thought um do you know what my problem isn't drink my problem isn't drink um, my problem is I wasn't mentally well and now the program's fixed me so I can drink again and that's what I thought and I drank I drank again and uh and then cut a long story short because I want to get on to more recovery um I did that three times over so I, I got to nearly two years another two times so three times I got to nearly two years and relapsed it's like you know something around the two years and uh, but I did ex I repeated that pattern you know three times in total and I, I described my recovery a bit like a board of uh, snake and ladders you know I almost get there just to that two-year mark and then you know, I, I, I relapsed again. And this time round, so I've been sober three years now, for the first time in 12, 13 years, um, I went back to basics. Thank you. I went back to basics and I got a new sponsor. I thought I need to do something different. What I've been doing isn't working. I had the same sponsor that entire time before my new sponsor now. And I need to go back to basics. And it was really, really painful even though I'd done an awful lot of groundwork already, really, really painful. And the reason it was, what I didn't realise, and I don't know if you can relate to this, but what I was doing is I was putting the drink down and picking other things up. I was picking other things up. So I was picking up jobs, relationships, other distractions, and I still wasn't dealing with life on life's terms. And I still wasn't mentioned healing there. I didn't heal from a lot of stuff that I'd gone through. I was still avoiding it. So I was bringing all these other distractions in and getting addicted to those so I could avoid emotional and mental pain and I was going you know I'd do anything to, to avoid it um and when I went back through the steps with my new sponsor now which we did in great depth and detail and very thoroughly I went through a lot of emotional pain so I could heal because I'd never done that before um and today I, I live in I live in the steps you know, I live in I live I live in the program, and what I didn't realise is that my character defects. You know, I didn't really understand character defects up until this last three years, going through the steps again. I didn't really understand them, um, and I realise now how much they've been driving me my entire life. Um, you know, so my over how over sensitive I can be, um, an overthinker, um, fear, fear, and fear, anxiety, a big one, ego massive ego low self-esteem fear i didn't realize how much these character defects were a big part of who who i am and how i tick you know and i was i realized that i was using the drink to self-medicate for a while until i got a problem on top of the problem which was the alcohol abuse you know on top of the problem which is i don't generally cope with my feelings and thoughts very well and deal with life on life's terms very well until now until i've got the you know now i work program um and you know now i've got gosh um a really i mean on a more really rigid routine um you know every day i pray i meditate i take about two hours out every day religiously um and i'm really quite disciplined and this is because 
you know, I have relapsed quite a lot and I don't, I really don't want to go there again. So now I do everything that's suggested, you know, not, not perfectly, of course not, you know, I'm human and, and, you know, um, but I, I, I do, I listen to my, you know, I listen to my sponsor. I phone my sponsor nearly every week, you know, three years in, sometimes a couple of times a week. Um, I didn't used to do that. Um, I'm an empath. I'm a rescuer. I used to distract myself with other people. I'd focus on everybody else. So I didn't have to look at me. Um, and now when I'm struggling, I lean in, you know, I lean in and that's massive for me. Absolutely massive. Um, so today, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm very, I feel a very close conscious contact with my higher power, God. Um, and as I say, I pray and meditate every every morning. And um, sometimes if I, I can't get a meditation in, I, I'll always pray, always pray. Um, and that's, you know, that's key for me as well, you know, um, handing over and not uh, trying to do it all my way and, um, and having that, you know, feeling the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I can still... My default position, you know, is still, um, you know, when I don't feel, when I'm stressed, you know, due to work or personal life or whatever it may be, I can, I can be running on self-will again and I can feel it. I can feel it when, when I'm becoming, men when I'm becoming unwell again um, and I just have to pause. You know, I've learned that as well through the programme. I just have to pause and, um, and take a step back. Um, and my self-care today is, is, is key. I'm, um, this moment in time in my life, I'm probably going through the toughest, in the physical world, I call it, um, probably the toughest thing I'm, I've ever gone through uh, and I'm going through, which is my mum's dying of cancer. And um, it's it's tough. It's really, really tough. It's really tough. And we, um, you know, at the hospital all the time and, and she's just had chemo and that didn't go well. And um so in the physical 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 world it's 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 tough but thank god thank god you know through the program but through me working the program um i'm in the best place mentally spiritually and emotionally to be able to to deal to manage this and to be there you know i can be there for a liberal that i was saying earlier i've moved I think this was God's plan, not my plan. Uh, but I literally live around the corner now from my parents. That wasn't part of my plan, but I'm here. And I'm just so grateful and glad that I am um, because I can be there and I'm sober and it's not all about me. You know, if I, you know, I can remember mum being ill when I was still drinking many years ago. She had lots of health problems over the years, bless her. And I can remember um, drinking when she was in hospital then with something called encephalitis, which is inflammation of the brain you know, really quite serious. And it was a you know, big drama all about me, you know, was me, feel sorry for me. Uh, look, look what's going on with me and, you know, my mum and, uh, and it, you know, it's not like that. You know, I can, I can, you know, just be there for, for my dad, for my mum and, um, and they don't have to, you know, they don't have to worry about me drinking. My mum said to me recently, you know, cause you could see I was struggling, you know, it, it you know, I get good days and, and days where I'm really struggling and, um, and she said, please, pet, don't, you know, I, I'd die if you went, but, you know, please don't, don't go back on the drink type thing. Um, I was like, ma'am, you know, I won't, I won't. Um, and, but the thing is, you know, I've, I have relapsed a number of times over these 12, 13 years. And, and, and today I do. So every other time that I've relapsed, I, I've always thought, right, I won't do that again. I don't do that now. <laughs> I don't do that now. I just go just for today. 
just for today i'm not having you know just keeping it in in the day and there's lots of people around me and i'm, I'm sure you, you know you've probably experienced this yourself that have had you know 10 years 15 years 20 years and and you know relapse or um for me i have to be vigilant you know i have to be vigilant i can't cherry pick which i used to i was quite selfish i'd, I'd do the bits i liked of the program and the other other bits i'd leave uh i didn't give it away to keep it you know previously i do now i do now today um you know i've got i've got a sponsee and um and yeah as i say i do i do everything you know i do everything that's that's suggested and uh and i think the biggest thing for me is you know that after that last relapse at the time that you know the 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 volume of alcohol i drank wasn't nowhere near what i used to drink um it, it was for a couple of days and and it was you know, I had no three bottles of wine. It was nowhere near what I used to drink. The consequences of having a drink was you know, nothing happened. I didn't lose my job or anything like that. I was spiritually bankrupt inside, you know. And I remember saying, you know, at that point, maybe I'll have to die an alcoholic because it's not, you know, nothing's working for me. And if there's anybody on this meeting, you know, that is struggling or has relapsed or struggled with relapsing, you know, you know, in my experience, I just kept coming back. And and just you know and 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 then just try to do something different you know do something different which as I say was getting a different my old sponsor became my best mate it, there was there wasn't that sponsor sponsee relationship there where there's that real sponsor sponsee relate and I need I need that um, and as but as my first sponsor used to say to me when I used to phone up and say I've done it again I've relapsed again she'd say Kelly while you've got a breath in you there's always hope while you've got a breath in you there's always hope and that just gave me so much you know um sort of encouragement um to keep you know to keep to keep going and um and I remember it's funny actually uh, you mentioned Ian uh I, I know Ian really well and uh and he he said to me the last time you could you, I heard somebody swearing earlier so uh and he said to me um when I came because he you know he's seen me relapse a number of times and and um and the last time I relapsed, he said to me, get a fucking new sponsor. You know, get a fucking new sponsor. Stop wasting, you know, stop messing about. And I was like, right. And, I, and you know, I listened to him. So I thank him for that. I thank him for that because it has been a game changer. It really has been a game changer for me. And my sponsor is in Australia. She lives in Australia um, because it was it was lockdown. It was, you know, it was all on Zoom. And thank God, thank God for Zoom. I love Zoom. I love it. So I go to um, Zoom meetings in London, London uh, three times a week, and uh, secretary for I've been secretary a few times for one of those meetings, and um, love it. So I'm I'm a big fan of, of Zoom, and it's you know it's it, it was a, again a lifesaver at that time for me when I'd you know when I'd relapsed, and um, and as I say you know um, it's uh i'm just so glad i kept coming back and just uh and, and there's nothing else there's nothing else that has worked for me and even though i kept relapsing I, i'd never ever everything else i've tried in the past buddhism counseling you know the longest i ever went with anything else was you know four months maximum um so i knew this did work i just needed to work it i just wasn't honest with myself i wasn't honest i was saying i was working it but i wasn't it was bullshit. You know, now I now I put the graft in, and now I, I do. You know, I have to put this first. I have to, have to. So last week I was stressed, really, really stressed with with what's happening. You know, with Mum at the moment. I had to take a week off work. I had to take a week off work, and 
self-care, up my self-care, you know, lean into the programme and, you know, um, I've cried on meetings, I've cried to my sponsor, you know, and just be vulnerable and, have, you know, have the humility to say, I'm struggling, I need help, can't do this on my own, you know, and I did try and do it on my own, that was the other thing. When I look back, when I was relaxing, I did, I was trying to do it on my own, so I thought I knew best. Ego, thought I knew best, you know, so... Um, so I'm going to leave it there. I hope I hope you've got something from that. And um, nice to meet you all. Thank you.